Welcome to the Arkham Alley Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Rodney. Hey. Welcome to the Arkham Alley Podcast. Episode two. Episode two. Jake. Yo, you trying to hit me already. We just started. You already trying to hit me. JD. Oh, my goodness gracious. Now he just gets started. And he's trying to blast me off. Now, now, here's the thing. JD and I were practicing kung fu before the show. <laughs> yeah. That was a good we block. Were get, we were getting into our katas. Yeah, we were pretending we were in Mortal Kombat. All right, let's go. Let's do this. Hey. Uh, what are we talking about today, JD? You know, I think we can talk about state of the store, state of the union, what's going on in the industry, all that fun and exciting stuff. Okay. You know. So, so what, like, since our last podcast, yeah. things have gone very exciting. Yeah, it Things really have has. been moving and shaking in the store. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's been busy. It's we've we the community has grown tenfold. It's been honestly incredible. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about things. Yeah, me too. Me too. So, what what are some things that we've been carrying a lot of? So, I think the biggest stuff right now that's that's really rocking and rolling um, is has to be that that import man. That import section is on fire. Yeah, absolutely on fire right now. Yeah. And, you know, there's some exciting stuff coming even to add that import section. Like what? Oh, well, I mean, we've got more games coming in. We're expanding from just not just Switch, but more the games. PS5, which is exciting. Okay. So, you know. I'm scared of that, but let's, uh, you know, let's keep going. You know, it's going to be a little, it's gonna be a little uh, iffy, but I think it's going to be pretty fun. Okay. Um, But I think the big, big news is Manga. Manga's coming to the store. Mango is coming to the store. Yeah. We've got some old stuff, but we need some new stuff here. Yeah, I've decided to to take the leap and order new books yeah. because we we've always dealt with back issues, right? Back issue comics, back issue manga, but uh, I think now we're at the point with our import game that manga could pop off. In the old Arkham Alley area. Yeah, I mean, we plan on I plan on redesigning basically that whole section of the store. Yeah, we want to dominate. Yes, that's what I want to do. I want to dominate in imports. Yeah, and I want all you people watching, uh, the whole three to four viewers. Yeah, I want you all to do stuff. All five of you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, six with my mother. My oh, mother's probably watching. Seven with no. My mom doesn't have the internet. Never mind. So we're staying at six. Okay, six viewers. Yep. Yeah. Minus my mother. So five. I need you to come and dominate in the store and buy all the manga, buy all the imports. But real talk, it's been crazy in the store yeah. since since JD has been in there. It's been unbelievably busy. And uh, I never know what's going in or going out. That's why I created a spreadsheet for you now. Because you yelled at me. I did. Yeah. (laughs) Gentle. Yeah, it was a gentle yo. Gentle reminders. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just like I give you gentle reminders to order things. Yeah, that's true. Which I need to get on, I know. (laughs) It's a constant struggle. Right. And if you hear a camera in the background, people, that is because our lovely camera tier, Jules, is back there taking pictures so that we can put them up on the interwebs and on the social medias yep. and all the channels. And so you guys can see us doing other stuff other ways. 
Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Exciting. All right. So uh, other what what other new stuff is coming to store? Hey, you're doing some uh, some D and D. Are you doing D and D stuff in the store? So today? yeah, yeah. Um, that's really exciting. So starting with this new book that um, I think it comes out next week. It's either next week or like yeah, it's the beginning of March. So we're gonna we're gonna carry um, the hobby editions, the hobby store exclusive editions of Dungeons and Dragons books, um, which is pretty exciting. What's different about those books compared to anywhere else, going to like Target, Walmart, any of that kind of stuff, is that the hobby edition has a really beautiful cover that you can only get in like mom and pop hobby stores. And I think that's really cool. I know me personally, I collect those um, because they just look nicer on the shelf. Also, we're going to be carrying dice in store. Dice. Okay. Got them. D&D dice. Can you explain what a dice does? Because I know nothing about uh, Dungeons and Dragons. All I know is what I make fun of. <laughs> okay. Yeah, perfect. So, so, the, so explain to the so people, the, please. So the D&D dice, um, well, first thing, you know, they're very finicky. They either roll good or they don't. And if they roll bad, then you basically replace them with new dice. Because D&D people are very superstitious. Uh, okay. Same with Warhammer people. We're the same way. But um, so D&D uses dice to to basically, that's their mechanic. So, like, you'll say you're going to do something, and your dungeon master um, will say, okay, well, roll a perception check. So you'll roll a d20, and you'll look at your perception skill and say, okay, depending on what the number is that you roll, that's going to say if you failed or, or passed. And that's up to the D&D's discretion for the most part. So, but there's a bunch of different dice. It's not just like D6s, there's D20s, D10s, uh, D4s, all kinds of stuff, D8s. Okay. So I I absorbed 0.0% of what you just said, but hopefully the viewers out there, you got some knowledge from JD about Dungeons and Dragons. Um, I am hoping uh, to learn more about it one day. I'm not extremely positive about that. <laughs> You'll get there. I, I, do, I feel like it's like an alternate universe, another language that I am just not cool enough to be a part of. No, I think you're cool enough. We just got to get you involved in it. I can't see myself sitting in a room for any longer than an hour playing a game. Other, You know, other than like, Call of Duty or something, because it's like instant gratification. Uh huh. You know, like I'm a caveman gamer. You are. I need I need the things to happen as soon as I press the button. Yeah. I need punch, kick. I need shoot. I need die or kill. That's what <laughs> I need in my gaming. <laughs> so if it takes any amount of brain power for me to play a game, I'm probably not playing it. I can't tell you how many games I've purchased, like Gotham Knights. Any like strategy game, and like you know, you love the cover art. You're like, man, this is gonna be so cool. And then I fire it up. I'm in three minutes into it, and I'm like, I can't do this, you know, because I gotta walk around, I gotta look for stuff, you know. I'm like, where is the fight? Oh, why can I not fight? Now you are the opposite. I am the opposite, absolutely. You're a big like RPG. Yeah, you like yeah. all those things that uh, you know the nerds like. Yeah, you get the patience. And I, I don't have that. Yeah, so. I want a game that I can pump like 250 hours into. That is craziness. <laughs> and, I mean, granted, you can do that with Call of Duty and stuff, but, like, this, like the story and the side quest, I want, like, 250 hours worth of 
stuff. Goodness gracious. Hey, everybody, I, you, you haven't had a, ch- a chance to appreciate what's actually happened here in the studio, but look at our little yeah, back area out here. I know yes. we can't really zoom in because no. it's the camera's just rolling, but check out all this stuff. Look at this. You know, uh, you know, we got a 3D printed um, Nintendo 64 logo. Nintendo 64. Yeah. You, you got, you got a, what is that? A Pac-Man thing? Yes. Yes. The, the dead thing from Pac-Man. <laughs> Yeah, you got a wrestler. Yep, big good old Kenny Omega, Ric Flair. You got woo <laughs> the man, woo Ric Flair. <laughs> yeah, I like that. And then on my side, there's just I don't know. There's a bunch of, a bunch of <laughs> random stuff <laughs> that I literally pulled from the dungeon of the shop. And That's I was right. Like this needs to go up here. <laughs> so JD is much more thoughtful yeah. than I am. Yeah, mine's more customized. It is. I, I hope to be there one day. You'll get there. We'll get you there. I don't even know half the pops on the thing. I don't actually. Do you know I any? I don't know any of them. You don't know any of them? I don't know any of them. Do you? Uh, I know there's an Assassin's Creed one there. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's all I know, too. Well, I, I know, like, the ones on top and stuff. but I know Skeletor, yeah, Skeletor on Panther. That's because it's in a box. Yeah. And the MTV Music it. Award. Yeah, that one's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. I like that. All right. What else are we going to be? <laughs> doing in the store jd there's there's actually i have a good announcement i know i just asked you but i'm going to cut you off no do it yeah do it is that we're going to be doing repairs yes full time okay this means games consoles handhelds computers and arcade cabinets yeah we found a a nice young gentleman that's a very talented fixer and tinkerer, and he's going to be working with the store uh, on a full-time, part-time basis, meaning that he's going to be fixing stuff full-time, but he won't be in the store. Correct. Yep. Right? Shout out to Steven. Shout out to S. W. The man Steven. SW. Yeah. And he also is going to be doing modding. Too. Uh, he's going to be doing modding along with JD, yep. who also mods. Yep. So yep. Um, speaking <laughs> speaking of modding, JD. Oh, you know I love modding. I know you wanted to talk about modding. Now, <laughs> if, there was a, if there was a way to take me out of this so I could take a nap right now while you talk, I would do that. No, I, I want to hear gonna, your opinion on this. I'm going to sit here. And I'm going to listen to you talk about modding. Well, okay. Okay. So I'm going to ask Let's, you questions about modding because I want to okay, hear your that's opinion. Good. All right. And that's the fans want to know. The, you want to keep opinion. me involved. Yeah. Okay, I want to keep you involved it. here. So, like, people that come to the store know all about how much modding I love. I love doing modding. I mod old systems. I mod handhelds. Um, I love bringing new life into new, an old, well, old systems. Okay. So, especially a great example of that is whenever you talk about like Game Boy Color, your Game Boy Advanced. Um, you can replace screens, you can make them rechargeable batteries, you can replace shells. So you can really bring that amazing old system to the, whatever century this is now, 25th, 80th, 80th. I like that. Um, and I love doing that kind of stuff. You can do that for consoles as well. Dreamcast, Nintendo 64s, um, Sega Saturn, all that good stuff. Now, what do you, I mean, what do you, how do you feel about modding consoles and like systems, older systems, new systems, stuff like that? So real talk. Real talk here. No cap. 
as the youngsters say. <laughs> no cap no idea. candy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I am actually a little on the fence on okay. mine. I think I think it's cool, and I think it does provide value for the for the consumer because th- now they can enjoy a an old system in today's technology. However, as a collector and uh, somewhat of a I don't want to call myself a purist because I'm, I'm I don't think I am, but it's it's kind of going in and tinkering with the old. It's like it's like it's like adding a bluetooth speaker or a not, not a bluetooth speaker but a bluetooth um like radio to like an old classic car. It's removing the stock, right? That stock thing and then making it a modern like it's like a retrofit. Yeah. So I think I think there are people probably a large amount of people who like modding uh, because they can enjoy a Game Boy and not have to play with a fluorescent light on top of them to mm. actually see the screen. And the magnifying glass. Yeah, and a magnifying yeah. glass <laughs> and all the crazy things that Game Boy yeah. made that actually didn't work. Yeah. Um, but I think there's also the person who just likes the original thing and they just want to play it like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of like that old school, like, hey, man, I just, like, I'm a true collector. I just don't want to, I don't want to do other things Mm -hmm. to this handheld or this Game Boy. Yeah, and I think you have a hybrid of both, too, because that's kind of how I am. Like, I love the modding scene, but I have, and this is where, like, my collection hoarding comes in, is that I have one of each. I have one of each. Oh, you do? So I have, like, one that's not modded and then one that's modded. Yeah, I think yeah. if you want to play, if you want to actually play the systems, I think a certain level of them just need modded. Yeah. Like yeah. if if you want them to keep up with today's um, you know, technology, if you want them to keep up with, you know, playing every day, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, even like arcade games. Yeah. Like we have arcade games in the shop that I had to have modded. You know, they're still in their original cabinets, but they had to have, you know, um, LCD screens put in and different boards and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, you know, it's, yeah, yeah. I think it's hit or miss, you know, um, and it's definitely pure preference, you know. Yeah. Um, now, I mean, I like being pure stuff too. You know, I like playing old on like original cartridges on old consoles and stuff like that. But the wear and tear on that stuff nowadays is is just crazy. Yeah, know? and the stuff's dirt old. You yeah. get it, and it doesn't work, mm-hmm. and then you have to buy the cartridges. And, you know, I I, I do like the systems that have preloaded games. I, I think if you just want to play the games, it it doesn't really make sense to go out and buy a console and then pay, you know, $20, 30 50 60 $80 for a, for a Sega cartridge. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you can buy a, a thing you know, with preloaded stuff. Now, yeah. if you want to collect it, that's one thing. But if you actually just want to play the stuff. Now, some people, they do want to play it, and they go out and buy the cartridges, and then, you know, it is what it is. But I think from the, like, a new user standpoint, like someone who's, like, not our age, yeah. you know, if they just want to play Sega, then, you know, get one of those little the minis. Things. Yeah, the get one of those little cool minis mini with team. the... Th- 
300 games in it and, yeah. and go nuts. I mean, yeah. I ha- I have them in, you know, a couple Airbnbs, the the little Super Nintendo yeah. things, the yeah. minis. So, yeah. Yeah, I have the the uh, <coughs> Genesis and I have the PlayStation one, but they're both hacked. Of course they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. JD. I know, man. I I go crazy. My Vita's hacked too. Yeah, he got the he has he's got the whole swordfish set up in his, <laughs> his house with the three hundred screens. And yeah, the five arcade yeah. machines. Yeah, sitting back yeah. there going crazy. Yeah, no, I'm good, man. I'm glad. I, I, I was very curious about your opinion on that because, you know, we we in the store we we do modding and stuff like that. You know, and right. and uh, I was curious to see you know, how you felt about that. You know, I know the community was too. Well, I'm glad you shared my feelings. JD. Yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate it. I appreciate that. Jules, did you break something? It is. Yeah, it's recording. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know. Well, it's not blinking anymore. No, I don't think it's recording. Why would it have stopped? I don't know. Now it is. Gosh. Well, hey, that's, we're two for two for messing up recording stuff. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that's twice now. These that people. is unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was read. It was recorded. Yeah. So yet again, people, we have started recording a podcast on video, and one more time, the camera has failed us. Yeah. I think it's cursed. I, I really think it do. is cursed. I think it's cursed, yeah. I think it's cursed. But we still got the podcast. Yep. That's all that matters. That's yeah. all that matters. All we're going to do is cut up this video and... uh you know, make little snippets out of it. Yep, exactly. That's all we can really do. That's now. it. That's all we can. We can't restart the podcast. No. We had a conversation already. And and you, well, hopefully we got, you know, us doing karate in the beginning still. That would be a, a travesty. Oh, if that, if, if, yeah. if, if we missed that, if we missed oh, our karate antics in the beginning. Not good. Okay. Not good. All right, let's all move right. on. Let's move on after that disappointment. <laughs> okay. That's yeah. my whole... That's our whole lives. Just, Every do we time do we film this. Yeah. yeah. We should just not film. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I like filming. I like filming, too. Yeah. And then people can't see the like cool background. Yeah, that's also yeah. true. But they're not going to see it anyway. That is true. Because it didn't, because it, it, the recording Because it failed. Stopped. Yeah. We'll just have to keep an eye on it. Yeah. I think those things have a limit. Maybe. But that, that one doesn't. Yeah, the, but the I GoPro. had that thing. Yeah. Whenever I did ghost hunting... Like that one with me, it's probably is cursed from ghost hunting, to be honest with you. But okay. like, it would, I would film for hours on that thing. Yeah. Like, it's what, probably cursed from ghost what, hunting. What ghost do you think is haunting it? I don't know. Probably the one from the bar that I did. Okay. Yeah. It was not happy we were there. So I knew a lot of, uh, I told you I did a ghost hunting thing. I did an article on a ghost hunting guy. Nice. Now he was a raging alcoholic. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm wondering if that had anything to do with the ghost that he was seeing. It, it probably was. <laughs> All right. Oh man. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure your your ghosts were a little bit different, JD. Yeah, I mean, you weren't stoned or no. drunk out, out of your mind. No, uh, that. Yeah, we definitely weren't. <laughs> did you did you ever see a ghost? Yeah. I've seen full body and half body apparitions. That's crazy. Now did you talk to them? Yeah. Like, like Well, I mean, Jennifer Love Hewitt? No, you can't like hear them. I'm not a psychic, but like 
we've like we've gotten uh responses via the uh like the voice recorder we've gotten responses from that from the questions that we've asked okay yeah it sounds like static at first and then like sometimes it's like like you and i talking now and then sometimes it's just like real gurgly and stuff i think i might like to meet a ghost it's kind of cool i mean there's there's Good pe- there's just like people, there's good people and bad people, there's good ghosts and bad ghosts. What's the bad ghost going to do to me? Scratch you, throw you against the wall, possess your body. Okay. All I'll deal with that. Exciting stuff. I wonder who would possess me. I mean, maybe someone that like wants to be all buff and stuff. Okay, I appreciate you that. You know? A little humble brag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I know you you love that kind of stuff, so that's why I threw it out there. Okay, I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate the ego stroke. You're welcome. All right. So, uh, what else are we going to talk about, JD, on this episode of Onka Mountain Podcast? Episode two. Yeah. We said that already, but yeah. Episode two. Finally. Episode two. Finally. Oh, finally. It only took 30 plus yep. days to get back into the studio. <laughs> yeah, we did it. We did it. A month. A month. Yep. And I yell at JD at least once a week. Oh, we, for sure. we have to record again. Yeah, for sure. And, and he's then, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I go, dude, I just can't do anything this week. And he can't do anything. Yeah. Okay. And he disappoints me constantly. Always. But that's okay. We're yeah. friends now. Yeah, we're best friends. Okay. So, um, do you know any other stores that do modding, JD? Like in the, uh, any other game stores? You got any, so, you got any favorites, any favorite stores out there? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know of money that do modding. I know there's a couple that do, um, like fixing and stuff for sure. Um, retrograde, warp zone, uh, are two that like I can name off the top of my head that do like fixing. Um, I don't know if they do modding. They pro- I mean, I don't know. I would yeah. say they probably do, but I don't know. Who knows? Do you have a, uh, a favorite retro game store outside of Arkham? So, I mean, before, before I came to Arkham and, uh, and shopped at Arkham, you know, the 3DO games brought me into Arkham because, you know, I'm a 3DO lover. Absolutely. Um, but then you disappointed me and you sold them all um, like a responsible business owner. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> but um, I would also hit up uh, Retrograde out in Monroeville a lot. Um, those guys were always really cool. Um, and I'll be honest with you, I didn't even find them until um, I think like I moved back here in July of okay. last year. Um, I really didn't do many video game stores before here. I would just like order online. It was a Miami thing. Uh, yeah. Now, when I was in Miami, it was, you know, flea markets all day long. It was incredible. Okay. Um, but Pittsburgh, since I moved back, I think I've been to the store the most that I've been to is Retrograde. Um, okay. Shout out Retrograde. Yeah. Shout out to Retrograde. Um, they've always been nice. They've always, like, if I ask something to hold someone, they, if I ask them to hold something, they would. Um, and the dude was like, he would always work with me on stuff too. So like, yeah, I appreciate that. Customer okay. service is key to me. I, I don't like a store that like I walk into and I feel like I'm all alone and like, and people are judging me. It pisses me off. Okay. That's the opposite of what I like. I love to feel judged <laughs> when I walk into a store yeah. and feel very alone. Yeah. No, I mean, one store don't I'd like to, to go see and it's just a shame because it's so far away is Warp Zone. Like, I really, I, I follow them on Facebook, and, like, I've heard yeah. great things, but, like, I just haven't been able to get out there yet. Yeah, I think Warp Zone is, he's probably the OG of the Pittsburgh uh, retro gaming scene. 
Um, I know that I've, I've talked to Carrie, you know, once or once or twice and, uh, have sent some people up to him and, and he just, I mean, his catalog of games is just insanity. I've never been to the store either, but I just see what I see online. He's always getting a trade, always getting something crazy, friggin' $10,000 game or something like that, you know, that was made in 1932. Right. Before right. electricity started. <laughs> you know. Playing marbles and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. He got, like, the number one marble from, like, 1910. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you want some stuff you've literally never seen before in your life, probably Warp Zone has it. Yeah, know? just based on, like, their social media presence alone, you're just like, holy cow, like. Yeah, this is crazy. Yeah, from what I've seen, Carrie's he's a good dude, very knowledgeable, and uh, I don't know anything about his staff. Yeah, um, his stuff is is top notch. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I don't know of any like too many other game stores. I know there's a uh, man. There's uh, the one in Sharpsburg. The, Sharpsburg. I think it's like D and E or B and Oh, oh, D and E. D and E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're more of I think they're more of like a toy store. Yeah, um, yeah. They've I, got some games though. Yeah, I think they have a small game selection, mm-hmm. but I think they're heavy into the toy game. For sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've never actually been in there either. Yeah, I have. I actually was there last week. I picked up a blue Nintendo 64. Shocker. Yeah, I'm going to mod it. Okay. Did you get a good deal on it? Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I got a real good deal on it. What'd you get it for? 120 bucks. Okay. Yeah. It's complete. Uh, I think I I think you posted that on on your Instagram. No, not that one. Okay, it's another one. No. You have. All right. No, yeah, I didn't post that because you yelled at me. You told me to stop posting video games on Instagram because yeah. our one of our best customers, Carl, like yeah, thinks they're always for the store. I said you're confusing <laughs> Carl. Stop posting your stuff yeah. on the, on on Instagram. And it's on my personal Instagram. It's not even on the store's Instagram. Yeah, but since we have fans now, we do. Yeah, you know. They're checking out your every move. Right, right. Yeah. Not me so much because my Instagram feed is just. Well, it's you yelling, going blah, blah, blah in the <laughs> camera a bunch of times. It's random, yeah. random, randomness. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So other stores, uh, I don't, like I said, I don't really know a ton of other uh, retro video game stores that, and, and I've honestly never been to one. I mean, full disclosure. Really? I've never been to another store other than Arkham. Wow. That's interesting. That surprised. Well, I can't say it surprises me because, like, I don't, you're not a big gamer gamer. Like, your kids are and, like, I am, you know. like Yeah. You're not like the you, – you're, you're a business guy, you know. Yeah. You, you love the nerdy stuff. I'm a nerd not culturist. A, yes, exactly. You're just not like a, like a gamer gamer. No. You know. Yeah, I, like, I definitely wouldn't say that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I, I would say I lean more in onto the uh probably the comic book side. I mean, but I haven't been to a comic book store in a long time. Ah, no. Ah, ah. Wrong, wrong, wrong. <laughs> I went to uh New Dimension. I've okay. Been, I've actually been in there quite a few times. Yeah, same here. Yeah, same here. Yeah. But I get like I'll grab like some D and D paint and stuff like that from there. Yeah, I go in there. Um I haven't been to Phantom of the Attic and Monrovo, which was like my home store. When I was growing up, and I was there like probably every week, maybe twice a week. Phantom was amazing. It still is. I was there a couple yeah. weeks ago for the first time in a long time. In Monroeville? Yeah. Okay. Well, at Phantom. Yeah, in Monroeville. Okay. Yeah. Um, was Roy there? I don't know. I walked in and it smelt like it smelt 
40 years ago. Yeah. And it was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah. those memories, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, what else is going on, JD? Well, because I mean, I'm 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 tapped out with other stores. Yeah, I, I really can't think of any other than like I don't, Warp Zone and Retrograde. I know there's I think, more. I've heard of like uh, Go Gamer in Uniontown, but I don't I don't really know much about that store. Yeah, other than I see it, um, you know, posted a lot. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, like I said, I've only been to. I, I want to make it out the Warp Zone. Yeah. For sure, um, but around here it's just been yeah. awesome retrograde. Have Have you heard of a place called Cobalt's Keep? I've I've seen it, I think online, but I haven't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're in the vacuum over here. Yeah, I'm in a vacuum just trying to build Arkham. To be quite honest, right. With you. And I mean that's our focus right now too is building a community. And like we've we've gotten a lot of new people in the community itself because I I mean I consider. Even though there's other stores around us, I consider it one community. So, like, if I'm if we're building community at our store, it's not just helping us; it's helping everybody out. And I, I think that's so important. Yeah. Because like the nerd culture, and, and I'm I'm talking like video games, comic books, manga, imports, anime, all that stuff. Like, I think the culture is amazing. It's it's right now's so much more accepting than it was when we were kids. You know. Yeah, when it's we actually were kids, cool. No. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. When we were kids, it was like, oh, you're a nerd, uh, you know. And now it's like, yo, dude, like you like magic and you like Pokemon too? Heck, yeah. Like, it's very mainstream now. It is. You yeah, know. It's cool to be a nerd. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Like, back in the day, you literally got made fun of for liking comic books and all that stuff. Oh, heck, so. yeah, man. Yeah, I used to wear, like, all those wrestling shirts and all that stuff, you know, as a kid. And, and yeah, you get made fun of all the time, but, like. It's well. It's awesome you get made now. fun of now. No, other than by other me. than you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. No. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um. So, any new things happen in JD in the state of you know nerd life, nerd kingdom, uh, nerd news? D and D. I know there's a lot of drama going on with Wizards of the Coast. Yeah. D and D and. Funko. Funko. Funko is big right now. That's the, yeah, what's what's happening there? So your big your big stuff right now in like the nerd thing is is Wizards of the Coast for sure. And that's the whole Dungeons and Dragons thing. Um and not so much D D, more along the lines of Magic the Gathering. Um there was some shady stuff that happened with this past release of uh the anniversary collection um that was crazy money. It was just out it was it was off the wall amount of money. It sold out in like five minutes, and then all of a sudden, more showed up uh, when they said it was supposed to be like limited. So the community's not happy about it. Um, and then they brought back a bunch of, and it's funny because this Funko is about doing the same thing now. Is that Wizards is bringing back old cards that held astronomical values, like um, Black Lotus and some other ones, and they're reprinting them. So then you're you're taking that initial value of those those first run cards and basically just throwing them in the gutter. Um, so Sounds good. Yeah. Right. It's great for the hobby. Um, I mean, it's great because people can play with these cards now, which is, I get it. Don't get me wrong. I get it. But like as a collector um, that used to have this kind of stuff, I don't anymore, but um, I can see that side of the story too, you know, uh, where that value has gone down. Now Funko is doing the same thing. Now Funko is went from a very niche kind of not mom and pop, but like a mom and pop feel 
company um, when it came to releasing Funko Pops that were like limited editions. You can only get in the Funko store. You can only get at certain conventions, um, you know, and also when like they would only produce, say, like 10,000 of something. Uh, to where now you're, you're starting to see that Funko is moving more in a business, which is which is great. I mean, you want to make money, and granted, Funko was doing that, um, but now they're starting to move more towards like a mass production kind of feel um, when it comes to their figures. So you're starting to see them not do as many limited edition pieces. You're not you're seeing them not do um, the new thing is they're they're unvaulting Funko. So Funko does this thing where they vault. Like, so if, if a Funko is out for a certain amount of period, they'll vault it and say they'll never produce it again. Just like Disney, you know, Disney does like the, they'll vault their movies kind of thing. Um, not really, but I'm, I'm, I'm picking sure. up what you're yeah. saying. So Funko does very something, something was did something very similar. Um, and now they're starting to bring these, these, um, these vaulted pops out. And now granted they're doing like, they're, bringing them back out and releasing say 2,500 of them with like this, um, like a pin or like in a cool fancy case, but that's still then degrading your original like value. And Funko is very hit or miss when it comes to value. Like if it, when the Funko collecting community, like as a collector myself, you want to go after the ones that have stickers on them. Stickers are key stickers and the box itself is key. So like, if it has a limited edition sticker, if it has like, even if like has a Walmart sticker or a convention sticker, cause they'll, when they do every convention, they do two stickers. They do like a sticker. That's if you're at the convention to pick it up, it looks a certain way. And then they'll release it to like retailers and it'll have like fall convention instead of like New York comic con on it. So it's, it's a very <laughs> complex game. <laughs> so when, when, when we get a, a pop in store that says Walmart exclusive, we shouldn't take that sticker off. Is that what you're saying? No, you Leave never ever want to take a sticker off of a Funko. Okay. So yeah. forgive me community because I have done this in the past because I was like, I don't want to be associated with Walmart. Yeah. You yeah. know, I, I, uh, and then I scratched that little sticker off, but that, but you're saying that, that, uh, that's bad for values. That's very, 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 very bad. So values do not go up when you take stickers off. They do not. And box condition is key. Well, if, yeah. If the box is ravaged, well, you, you ain't going to get much for it. Okay. You know. Um, but so, like, Funko right now, like, and because they're, they went, they're starting to go that route, like, their stock actually went from, like, 20 to 30 bucks a share down to, like, it's, like, averaging 10 now, which is still really good. Like, don't get me wrong. It's really good for a toy, like a mom-and-pop-ish toy company that creates vinyl figures. Yeah. But, like, it's still, like, it hit them. It hit them hard. And the same thing happened with Wizards of Coast, too, with this whole with the whole magic shenanigans. Um, now, hopefully, Wizards will, will um, right itself. But, like, when it wasn't owned by Hasbro, it was doing a lot better. But now that, you know, Hasbro is a trillion-dollar company. <laughs> you know, probably not that much, but, like, it's, a you know, it's couple one of the bucks. Yeah, it's worth a couple bucks. And yeah. it's changed a lot of um, it's taken these IPs that they've bought up. And it's really it, it, again, they're they're doing the right thing because they're they're worried about a business. But then your community that you've built around these games and around these products, um, you're starting to lose that. So you have it's it's a it's rough because you want to 
do you want to lose that hardcore community? Because the same thing happened with Star Wars when Disney bought it. It's like, okay, do you cater to your hardcore, hardcore community that you already have built? Or do you kind of like go away from that and go into more of, okay, I want to build the brand for the future. Let's get like these younger people or let's get people that haven't done this into the brand. And that's where it's like that. It's like, it's a fine balance that you have to play. And some, some places don't, and some companies don't understand that balance where like you have to have a balance between your OGs and your new people, you know, and yeah. the wizards and Funko is kind of getting, is in that stage right now, you know? Gotcha. So yeah, it's crazy. That was my little rant about that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, what I've taken out of all that is everyone needs to come to Arkham Alley. Yeah, I mean, we have it all in store. So yeah. come in, talk to JD. We'll he talk. Will talk your ear off <laughs> oh, about that anything lot. that he's passionate about. Yeah, uh, wizards. Yeah, witches. <laughs> okay. Dragons, dragons, and snakes. No, I don't like snakes. You painted a snake lady. Well, I'm teen Slytherin. Yeah, I mean, okay. I did paint. I did paint. I do paint. Play snake ladies. Hey, JD's for hire, by the way. He he will paint things for you, miniatures. D&D uh, miniatures, yeah. yeah. He also paints fingernails. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. look, see, I did. I mean, you can't see it, but the, the people at home see it. He's got his esthetician's yeah. license. Yeah, yeah. I'll cut your hair, too. Yeah. I cut I cut Roddy's hair. Yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. That was my rant. That's your rant? That's my rant, yeah. I think we're going to close up, JD. I like it. I think this is a good, this is another good podcast, I think. Yeah. You know? I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about it. Yeah. So, uh, closing thoughts. Clothing, clothes, clothing thoughts? Yeah, clothing thoughts. Are we going to start, are we going to, are we going to start having better? I'm going old. No, dude. I mean, yeah, actually. Yeah. You know, that's something we might be able to talk about. Clothing? Yeah, a little clothing. Yeah. Some we, swag, store swag. Yeah, uh, so we're working on some hoodies. Yeah. Uh, JD's actually having a, well, I don't want to say JD, I'd say all of us. Yes. We're, we're having a, um, a hockey jersey, an Arkham Alum. Alum. <laughs> Alum. <laughs> Arkham Alum. Arkham Aluminum. <laughs> we're having an Arkham Alley yeah. hockey jersey made. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And it's going to have Davidson on the back. Which is JD's first name? Yeah, it's my first name. <laughs> exactly. You threw me off there. I like looking at you like what? <laughs> JD's first name on his jersey, yeah. just like they do with the pros. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Ex- exactly. <laughs> yep. I mean, have you McCutcheon. ever met? That's yeah. McCutcheon's McCutcheon. Exactly. His name's McCutcheon. Man. McCutcheon. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> McCutcheon Andrew. Have you never yeah. met him before? No. Okay. No. You never met Jordan Michael? No. <laughs> okay. Whatever. That could be really a name though, Jordan Michael. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like where I'm going with that. Yeah. Anyway, JD's having a uh a, a hockey jersey made. I think it's to be really cool. We're working with a guy. Yeah. I don't remember his name quite right now, but he's a cool dude. His business is called Snipes. Snipe? Yeah. Snipe, Snipes. Anyway, he I used does. to play hockey with this guy, actually. Oh, you did? What's his name? Yeah. I don't remember. Oh. But I used gosh. to play hockey right down the street where we're filming right now. Okay. And doing the podcast, yeah. Oh. We used to check each other in the boards. Okay. And probably yell obscene things to each other. But, you know, that's part of the game. Yeah. I think 
You have some issues. <laughs> anyway. I like you thought about that one. You, <laughs> you absolutely thought about that one. I'm yeah. always throwing you off. I, I throw curveballs at you all the time. I went deep, deep, deep. Yeah. Well, no more curveballs than I throw at you when no. I when I start randomly filming. Yeah, it'll be out of nowhere every day. Yeah. yeah I'll just, be like cleaning something really nice for the store, you know, and then the camera goes up like this. Yeah, you'll, yeah it, <laughs> the camera goes up like you're going to take a selfie, but it ain't no selfie. It's a video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just watch through the Instagram feed, yeah, listen, and you'll see JD's surprise face. Like, at least 40% of the time. Yeah. I mean, I post on our Facebook page. I'm like, listen, if, and this is the truth. If you're not part of our Instagram page either, you are missing out on some just off-the-wall stuff. It's true. Video-wise. Yeah, yeah video-wise. It's, yeah. it's pretty fast and yeah. loose. And counter to that, JD's uh, daily lives are phenomenal. He's really digging into what's going on operationally in the store. Yep. So he's he's like, what's here? What's new? What's going on? Uh, you know, make sure you get on that Facebook fan page life. Absolutely. And you know, I like to. I don't like to call JD the manager. Okay, I like to call him the captain. Okay, he's the captain of the store because he's really sailing that ship, the pirate he's, ship. He's sailing that ship and he's navigating the waters. So. I mean, he is the manager, but he's my captain. Captain, my captain. Oh, captain, my captain. <laughs> there it is. JD, the captain. <laughs> All right, people. All right. That's it. We're out of here. We're out of here. This one ain't a long one. What's that? It's not a long one. That's good. 40 minutes. We're getting better. I, yeah, we're, we're getting better. I think we may do some long ones, but it just it's how the, how the wave goes. Yeah. You know? Ride that wave. We're just riding the wave. Riding the wave with Captain JD. <laughs> All right, I'm done. You're done? <laughs> We're done. We're done. We killed it. Peace. See you guys. Thanks for listening to the Arkham Alley podcast. Find us on YouTube and all the other social channels. Or better yet, if you're in the Pittsburgh area, stop by the store and say hello.